Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I am your host, 12 Kyle. And we have a special guest on this week's episode. Well, I mean, she's really not a guest, but she is a guest because actually (laughs) I didn't realize this. This is her first time on the 12 Kyle podcast. And I apologize in advance because she should have been here a long time ago. Is it really? Yeah. (laughs) This is your first time on the podcast. We've done podcasts before, but I was on yours. Oh, Um, okay. Because I'm like, we. okay, yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) without further ado, let me introduce to you guys uh, this week's uh, co-host. Again, no stranger to the show. I'm a huge fan of her podcast. Uh, She is a mother. She's an entrepreneur. She's a hustler. Mm. And um, she does a little bit of everything. And you, you're going to love her on this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, fellow podcaster, Tamara the Dawn, or a.k.a. Tamara. Okay, <laughs> okay. Come on, turn me up in my autumn voice. Shout out to the crew. <laughs> What's up, Tamara? What's good? Man, thank you for having me. Are you sure I've never been on Never here? been. I, never been. Autumn's wild. been on here. Jay's been on here. And that's it. Oh, I so had my, my other crew. friends have been on. That's fine. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. I th- thought this was like my second time or something. No, okay. no. And you know what's funny? I You did an episode, I want to say, it was probably about a year ago. It might have been a little bit longer than that. And you were talking about dating and your dating life. And I was like, yo, mm. and I had an idea for a podcast. And I was like, yo, Tara would be dope for this. And I was like, okay, I'm going I'm to send an email. I'm going to send an email. I kept pushing it back, pushing it back. And then we got toward the end of the year. And I was like, you know what? I said, that'd be great, you know, to start 2023 off. Um, so uh, that's when I hit you up the other day. And I was like, I found the perfect subject because just listening to that particular episode about dating, um, mm-hmm. it had one, it had me cracking up. And then mm-hmm. the episode that you did with Baylor, I was like, Oh, she got stories. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've lived a life. <laughs> right. So we're going to talk about the friend zone, getting out of the friend zone. Um, mm. Now, for those of you listening, Tamara is single. Um, so you slide in her DMs if you want to, but you better slide correct. <laughs> I'm glad you added the in part because please. Yes. <laughs> so. We, we're going to talk about that. Uh, like I said, I, I, I had to have Roy here because um, I was doing some reading as I normally am. And I came across this article and it talked about, you know, ways to get out of the friend zone. Now, I've done a podcast before about being in, being in the friend zone personally as a guy, you know, aside from the fact that I'm married. But as a guy, I think it's damn near impossible to get out of the friend zone. But mm. this article kind of gave you gave, you know, me and other men pointers as to how to get out of the friend zone. And so who better than to run these ideas past my good friend, Tamara the Dawn. Mm, I um, love it. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, are you ready? Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, how, ooh, okay. Yeah, I want to hear these ideas because <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know people could get out of, yeah. Come on, come I with mean, it. Let me, that's let me, that's let me, what they say, so. Yeah, we, let me we, see what they talking. <laughs> we, we've, got a, we've got a few, so I'll, I'll run them down. Um, the first, and these are in no particular order. The first way that they recommend that you get out of the friend zone 
is to quote break the quote unquote nice guy quote unquote best friend stereotype. So my question to you, Tamara, is if a guy is your your bestie, your best I don't know if women our age <laughs> refer to men as besties, but if a guy is your bestie, I mean, or he's just a nice guy, how does he break that mold or can he break that mold? Um ugh. yeah, that's a weird one. Um because as soon as you said that, I thought about my guy friends that are my best friends. Mm-hmm. And no, like now, granted, both of them are married. So, okay. you know, I definitely can't think of it like that at all. Right. But even when the one who got, I guess, married more recently, even when he wasn't married, I don't know, because it's kind of like how I am with guy friends. Um, if you're my for real, for real friend, I'm going to talk to you about, you know, hopes, dreams, aspirations, fears, and maybe even what I want in a man. You know what I'm saying? Because we're going to talk about relationships and mm-hmm. whatever. And so me being me in the way that I think if then my best friend who has all of this information then tried to break out of (laughs) the place that I put him, he would have like this unfair advantage. And I would be questioning a lot of stuff because you've been getting all this information all this time. And so like for me personally, Mm -hmm. I couldn't fathom that at all. Not a best friend for sure. Mm -mm. What what about just a guy friend? I mean, like, I don't know if you have guy friends that aren't married, but like, is that possible for that guy friend that you're cool with or you've been cool with? Maybe y'all used to work together. Maybe you went to school together. Maybe you go to church together. You know, is it? Okay. So a guy friend that's not best friend, that's different because he's not going to have all the access and the insight that the best friend is going to have. So like, I think for me, if I had a guy friend that was genuinely interested in me, like in that way, I feel like he should just be honest about it. When he comes, he's, I mean, obviously we're already friends. So you probably got some kind of feelings or whatever. And so I'm going to ask friend, if you, if you, if you, if you guys are friends, do you really have feelings? No, 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 no. Just... I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying if you come to me like that and we're okay. friends, you must have genuine feelings. I don't think if we're friends, you're going to come on some bull if we're friends now if you just a nigga on the street that i don't even really know that's different but if you're somebody that is i'm classifying as a friend i would think especially how i carry myself in the way that i am that you must really have some sort of feelings that you want to cross this line and so i'm going to ask you why i will mm-hmm. ask anybody why why honestly um and so then depending on what you say or who knows, maybe I had those thoughts, but didn't want to cross that line or whatever. So I just feel like if you're a friend and, and you feel some type of way, you should just just be straight up about it and don't throw no hints. Don't drop no hints because I'm going to either act like I don't know or <laughs> I probably really don't know because I probably really don't think you're on that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So... Yeah, but best friend, nah. Mm-mm. Okay, so now let's get a little personal real quick. Um, has there ever been a friend, not a best friend, but a friend that 
came at you like that, like on some, like, yo, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling you. I got a story. You know, I got a story. Yeah, tell it. Let's tell talk it. about two sides of the friend zone, right? Because this, okay. this story is funny. So it was actually first I was friend zoned, right? Oh, so oh, oh. yeah, so this story that's is a story in and of itself. Right. So there was somebody that I was friends with and we were hang out. We we'd even drink together and he was always like, "Man, there was a time I remember I drank a lot and I wasn't in a position to be driving home at all and he let me crash at his place and didn't come nope nope he wasn't on nothing he just gave me a blanket let me sleep and even cooked for me the next day right and so the more we you know we just started hanging out more and more and more and so I actually started to develop feelings so I actually told him that like hey I, you know, because I'm just the kind of person that I couldn't sit in his face and have these feelings and not say nothing. Like, I thought about it for a while. I weighed, like, okay, what would I do if whatever? Hey, just tell me no. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so are you ready for this? Because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm all ears. I'm all so ears. This, this, this gentleman will say that. This gentleman <laughs> says... Oh, I'm not, you know, he said, I'm not good with relationships or something like that. And because we had talked about that type of stuff, I believed him because I thought that if it was anything else than that, like, oh, I'm talking to somebody else, I'm feeling somebody else or whatever. He would have just said that because we were friends. But no, no, hold up. No, no, nigga. That's not, that's not what happened. You feel me? That is not what happened. What happened was he said that and that was a whole bunch of bull because then two weeks later, not even two weeks. So you can't tell me that in two weeks you suddenly became this miraculous this new person that oh now I'm with relationships what he should have said is I'm not good with a relationship with you you feel me that mm-hmm. with you was silent and the with you should have been loud so right. like two weeks later <clears throat> he's in a relationship with somebody else and I was pissed I wasn't pissed because he was in a relationship with someone else I was pissed because he sat up in my face and basically lied when he should have just been like Hey, I'm talking to somebody else or I like somebody else or whatever. So I fell back because I just was mad and didn't really know how to kind of really come at him with that. Um, Because I'm like, well, do I have the right to be mad? I also had to figure it out like what I was actually mad about. So then finally we talked about it and we became cool again or whatever. Why this nigga try to spin the block though? Later, but not on no relationship stuff, on some sex stuff. And see, this is where I'm saying you wouldn't have came with that if you didn't know I already have feelings. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? That's just what I believe. And so then that's when I friend zoned him. And I was like, no, you know, you're my friend. And so we can't be on that. And nah, you know, if, if you want to remain my friend, because if we do that, we'll do that. And I'll never talk to you again. So, you know, yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> that, was, that was my friend's own story. Would I have said that had he not have did what he did? Probably not. But it's just like, it's the audacity for me. Like, how are you going to lie in my face? Then we cool again. And then you try to spin the block, but not on like nothing real, just on some you trying to get some. I don't know who you thought I was, but I'm not the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11 12 yes so that was my friend zone story but the thing down flipped it and reversed it you feel wow me? Mm-hmm. are you okay so last question about that are you guys still friends now no okay no we just and it's really just in a lot of relationships in my life we will get distance after a distant we're not beefing i'm not mad it's just I just started focusing on different stuff and there were just relationships, not even just him that we were just kind of not focused on the same stuff. And I just kind of saw that those relationships ultimately distracted me from what I was trying to be focused on. And so that's when we like for real, for real fell apart. Now, if I saw him in the streets, I'd speak, you know what I'm saying? So it ain't like that, but we not cool like that. Nah. Okay. Okay. Wow! Wow! Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. a that's a hell of a story right mm-hmm. there. Um, mm-hmm. You say it's funny, and, and I want you guys to notice she she actually came in with her own sound effect. Right <laughs> Shout out to Audrey. <laughs> oh, she came in with her own sound effects. Um, next question about getting out of the friend zone. One of the tips that they said is that you should give her some space. Now, now that kind of had me scratching my head because it's like if I'm in the friend zone and I'm trying to get out of the friend zone I don't know how I can get closer if I'm giving her space what do you think about that that's weird because because right? if I had a friend and then they just went distant well me I especially if like we talk consistency consistently or whatever I would probably ask like hey like you know what's up or Hey stranger, where you been mm-hmm. or something. And so if you're doing that on purpose thinking that the distance is going to make you further away so then maybe I'll see you in a new light, that is weird and out of sight out of mind. You feel me? So <laughs> I don't I don't I, nah, that one no. That don't make no sense. And that seems like games. I just really feel like if that's your friend, you should just be straight up like the last one. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. I just I, getting out of the friend zone is hard enough. Giving them space while you're trying to get out of the friend zone is I think that's you, you're asking for it at that point. <sighs> Listen, if you just want yeah. Right. If you just want somebody else to take your place, just say that because that, <laughs> that's what that's giving. You know what I'm right. saying? That's not giving. I want to be with you. It's maybe. And I might think, oh, maybe you are dating someone else or whatever, because my guy, like one person in particular, close guy friend, once he started dating his now wife, mm-hmm. you're going to invest more time into that. And it might have been different if he lived here, but he lives out of town. And so more time invested in that. And then I even even fell back just out of respect for her because I don't want her to feel like I've now I've known this man since like the seventh grade so it's not like that at all and I've met her she and I are friends on social media so like since then but like when she didn't know me 
you know, you may feel some insecurity or whatever. So I gave distance so that he could do his thing. And so mm-hmm. that's what I would think if you gave distance that you trying to give me space to do my thing. And so why would there be insecurity, Tamara? Um, man, let me, look, let me look into the camera. Yeah, look into look into my eyes. You feel me? <laughs> Not because of me, but just in general. Sometimes when you're starting a new relationship and someone has history, just off of that, you may feel like. If you're not fully secure in the relationship, and again, that's on you, that like that's not on me, but me understanding that could be a thing. Like you're trying to start this new relationship, and sometimes if somebody has a like a best friend that's of the opposite sex or whatever, it may feel a little intimidating that they have this whatever, and so it's never that serious to me to make someone feel that way you know what i'm saying and just give them that respect and then and then too like she doesn't know me you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying like because he lives in a different city so it's not like she could meet me get a feel for me and see whatever i'm just this stranger in her eyes texting calling or whatever and so i know you know, women can be jealous at times and want to know what's going on and this, that, and the other. And should she be? No, but hey, that's who he's with. So I'm not trying to, you know, mess up. <laughs> and now they're married. And I mean, but what I love about it is she knows that I am somebody important to him. And so I think it was when he turned 40, she actually reached out to me. She had some gift she had was coming up with for him um where it was like a words of encouragement or kind words or birthday wishes like from his important people in his life and so like Mm -hmm. her reaching out to me i'm like i love that because that means you're not on no weird stuff and i also then loved him her for him because i'm like i love that you're putting this effort into his birthday and then um Prior to them getting together, like sometimes I'd write him letters or just different things to encourage him because he's had like some loss. And Mm -hmm. so just that type of stuff. And so when they got married, I made them a gift and I, it was like pictures of them that I stole from his Instagram and I created this (laughs) canvas and put this, you know, words on it or whatever. And in his thank you he was like you've always made me feel loved and now you've made her feel loved too which that's important because what I didn't know is like the cards and stuff that I would send him he would put that in his office and and like I'm saying I love you because I've known you since the seventh grade so yes I love you as my friend but when you see because me knowing that it's like I don't want you to think it's anything more than that because that is literally the homie. And some people, some people see that and then some people don't. And I didn't really know where she was at with that at that point. So, you know, I just wanted to respect what he was trying to do and, you know, support it. Now I know, yeah, sure. I could be like, Oh, I love you when we talk and all that. And it's Mm -hmm. not weird, but I didn't know her. So 
I know. So don't be, I didn't like how, you know, you made it seem like, you know, <laughs> it was more than that because it no, definitely. No, I, you know, I'm asking the questions here. So uh, I just want to make sure okay. that I don't miss anything for, okay, the, for the listening okay. public. You know, right, right. Because they might be wondering, <laughs> I feel you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't in your business uh, yet. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like you've already been in my business. So here we are. You know what I'm saying? So the next question, um, or the next pointer that they said, um, to get out of the friend zone, would they recommend don't try to be, don't pretend to be someone's boyfriend or girlfriend. And that one like had me scratching my head too. Cause I'm like, if you're in the friend zone, you're not necessarily and it what, what they meant by boyfriend or girlfriend is not carrying out those type of duties. Like if we, if we're if I'm in the friend zone and, and you normally would go out to dinner or go out to the movies with your boyfriend, then that's not something that we should be doing if I have all intent on getting out of the friend zone. So c- kind of cutting back on doing the boyfriend, girlfriend type stuff. What, what do you think about that? Um, OK, so what? let me make sure I understand this correctly. So they're already doing this and then he's going to cut back on dinners and all this hanging out whatever going out for drinks whatever because he wants to get out of the friend zone okay so i have a a question to your core to that point if you do that what does he think is gonna happen that she's gonna say oh i miss you i want to be with you just for nothing like i don't understand that unless he's going to say something to her Mm -hmm. which all of these are not saying he and then communicate you know what i'm saying they're all missing that piece where it's giving no and it's so funny i don't even really be saying it's given like that but i sometimes do and it's giving like you're scared and insecure and you don't want to just say how you feel and somebody like me that wouldn't even work you know Mm -hmm. if you just start falling back I will ask why. So if we, because I do have guy friends that one, he, and he's single and he lives out of town and he comes in town and will get together when he comes in town or even when he lived here. No, it's just a friend. Like, it's really just a friend. Um, You didn't have to. It was written all over your face. You feel me? Um, But no, it's just a friend. And when he lived here, we'd hang out or we'd do Mm -hmm. whatever. When I've had like game nights where I'd have friends over, he's come to that. So we've done group stuff. We've done one-on-one stuff like go get drinks. But it's really just my friend. We've talked on the phone for hours, like catching up. It's really just my friend. And so if that was something we did and then you just suddenly stop, I would ask why because... Mm -hmm. That, that would just seem weird. So, excuse me, then when I ask why, if then you say, well, I'm having these feelings or whatever, like that is the time you communicate. If you give me some BS reason and then later tell me, oh, well, this was really why, I don't know, bruh. I don't know. <laughs> I will ask, though. I know that. So if, if you're doing that to try to get her to ask, it still feels like games, but I get it. Not everybody is straightforward with stuff. Yeah. And I feel you should be um, because it just really takes away. It gives people that reassurance that they need. It takes away the guessing games and all that. But 
I know sometimes in practice that can be a little more difficult doing. So I get it. So then when I ask you, hey, what's going on? How come? Because I'll probably just start calling you shady. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Why are we not doing what we normally do? And why is, here's question part two. Mm -hmm. Why is dinner boyfriend stuff? Like, two friends can't just go get food and or hang out and that's not that they got to be in a relationship i well, don't I mean, you know, well, now you got to remember you talk to the old married guy so let me guy and step into the single guy um i think that is a great question i think the thing is is that when you have moments like that some men not all some men take that a little bit deeper than what it is because like if if you call john and say hey man you want to go get some wings watch the game that's like some cool out shit to him, but it's it's important to him. It's important, one, that you initiated it. And then two, you want to spend time. And if he's feeling you, all of that, see, here's the thing. And I, I mentioned this on one podcast before, and it's worth repeating. As men, what we look for is confirmations. Mm. You want to go out? Yes. Okay. You want to come over? Yes. Can I get your number? Yes. You want to get some drinks? Yes. It's okay if I buy you something? Yes. So we're constantly looking for confirmations. So mm. as we're getting confirmations along the way, you know, some of us, again, not all of us, but some of us can tend to look at those things and those things can be bigger than what they are. I, I know mm. guys in particular who, you know, single and without giving any names, you know, <laughs> if, <laughs> cause they killed me if I told them, but like if a woman, a friend that they're, a woman that they're interested in would say, Hey, you know, let's go grab some dinner. And, you know, one, she's asking and then she's going to pay for dinner. Like they're looking at it like, OK, she's she's feeling me like I'm I'm moving. I'm I'm moving beyond the friend zone. And that could mm. just be her just being nice. You know, mm. I didn't learn so, something today. I did not know men were like that at all. Some of us, some of us are. Some mm. of us are. But I, I think for the most part, mo- and it touched it touches on something that you mentioned a little earlier. The fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that fear. I want to say it, I can't, and again, I can't speak for all men, but I want to say that fear probably wasn't as strong back when we were kids, when we were in our, you know, teenage years and our Mm -hmm. early twenties or whatever like that. But now as we've gotten older and become more seasoned, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you don't want to be rejected. And I mean, like if a friendship is on the line, you have to ask yourself, you know, is it worth whatever relationship that I'm looking to pursue, is it worth this friendship? Cause I may, if, if like you, the guy you mentioned a little earlier, if he's bad with relationships, there's a good chance if y'all try this relationship thing, it might not work. So, and you lose a friend in the process. And what's funny is that relationship that he got into didn't work. They, they didn't last. That's how he was able to spin the block. But <laughs> <laughs> it's, I just, the way he did that, just I feel like that could have been done better. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I guess, I guess I didn't think about it like that. I actually never really have that. If uh, let's say maybe he was feeling me, but he knows who I am and what I'm about, and we're friends, and he's not good with relationships, okay, but. He, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Because why would you say, yeah, I am feeling you, but because then that would. Right. right. So I get, no, I'm, it's still what it is. I'm not going to 
renege on you know look no no nigga no we no. no we're not going back i said what i said and he should have just you know it is what it is though that was years ago okay okay um the next point that they make um it says show her now again this is the mindset of keeping or having a woman get where you can get yourself out of the friend zone it says show her that other women want you can i ask a question sure is the author of this a man or a woman i will assume it's a man it you know gotta me, be it let me gotta look be. at the top of this article right quick it, it uh, gotta be yeah somebody named brad so i think mm-hmm. that's a man. yeah that's definitely because <laughs> that ain't even a name like that ain't even a name that maybe because you know how some names are like Terry could go either way right. or stuff like that or Jamie could go either way right, but not right. Brad yeah Brad don't know what he's talking about um I, I well can that I, work I, I mean if you're showing a woman that you you you're trying to get out of the friend zone but it's like well let me show her I got I got women. I think that one depends on the woman and I'm just going with this answer. I'm going to go with stuff I've seen on Twitter because for me personally, if I want you, it doesn't matter who else wants you. Matter of fact, I don't think I really want anybody else to want you if I want you. So that wouldn't sway me, but I have seen on Twitter (laughs) where women have said they don't want a man that nobody wants. And so I, that might work for, now that one might work for some, not for me, you feel Mm -hmm. me, but it might work for someone who has that thought process. What, why they feel like that? I don't know. You know, people are very interesting people. They have their reasons. Um, Maybe it makes them feel more desirable if they have somebody or something that everybody else wants i don't know i didn't understand right. the logic behind that and i didn't go too deep in the thread to try to find out because you know sometimes it'd be a rabbit hole with these twitter threads but um so that may work for somebody not me but somebody yes that could work okay. Okay, it's okay. weird, but I think that's just because <laughs> it wouldn't work for me. So I don't understand that because mm-hmm. if it was me and like other women want you and you're, you seem to be entertaining these other women to me, it would just be like, okay, that's what he wants. And he doesn't see me that way. And, and so even if I was questioning and weighing, Oh, well, is it worth whatever? Cause I have had friendships like that where mm-hmm. I maybe started to get some feelings, but then I weighed, okay, but if it doesn't work out or, or if confessing this or whatever would make things awkward, is it worth it? And then sometimes I haven't, you know what I'm saying? And I'm glad I didn't because then as I continued, I'm like, Oh, you know what? No, this actually isn't what I want. Um, And so if I, at that point am questioning, and then all of a sudden you're entertaining all these women, I'm be like, Oh, okay. Well, that's what he's on. (laughs) No, I guess not. You know what I'm saying? So Cause that would be my what you say confirmation that ain't, that that ain't it. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. That and, and you know that I 
it's funny that you mentioned i've never heard that before you said that was you saw that on the timeline that they mm-hmm. women some women didn't want want a man who nobody else wanted that's mm-hmm. that's kind of but and you know what i don't, I don't think i'd ever hear we probably would never hear a man say that because most men feel like that there's somebody mm-hmm. that wants whatever woman i disagree because okay. i actually what podcast was it because and it's a men podcast where he gosh I guess it doesn't matter, but he, one of them was saying like, they want not, oh, overly prom dress or evening gown all the time, but they were talking about like, if let's say you're playing ball with your friends or whatever, and she comes up, he wants her to look cute or desirable. He don't Mm -hmm. want her coming up in like joggers or whatever, because he was saying that, no man wants a woman that isn't desirable to other people. So actually, he, not only he said that, but hey, that's how he felt. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. there's some validity to that, but I think I think most men can agree that, and I, I don't want to speak for all men. I think most men can find a situation where most women are going to be. Or they can look at him and say, "Okay, well, she's desirable." She might not be my cup of tea, you know, because if you're six two, I ain't checking for you. Yeah. I'm just, I don't care. I don't get. I mean, like, I'll use um, uh, Candace Parker, basketball player, for example. Candace Parker is beautiful, and I and I love watching her play basketball. But she's six two. Like, I, there's nothing. I, I'm five seven. There's nothing. <laughs> we, we, we not if, even if I if I were single. Let me just say right, that. right. If I right. were single, but I mean, like, she's a beautiful woman, but she does nothing for me because, like, I don't want to date somebody that right. much taller than me now if you're right. a little bit taller than me that's one thing but you if you got to bend down and get on one down you on me. you right yeah. yeah you know that just uh, can't do it can't do mm-hmm. it um yeah. but but yeah you're right most men they they want and and you know what Tamara? it's it's interesting because <laughs> we as men we want we want the woman to be desirable to others but not too much desirable you know what i'm saying like <laughs> right. like you said they're playing basketball. You come up. It doesn't matter if you, you know, you and some joggers or whatever the case may be. Guys want other men to be like, "Damn, you see such and such old girl," you know, like that. But they don't want you to. Be, they okay, don't want to be Okay, okay, I leader. see you. Right, and you exactly. wanted to come to the that's you nephew at the family. Exactly. You know, yeah, I got exactly. it. Exactly, and I can try to explain that theory, but I can't. <laughs> and <laughs> I've just also. Men. I've also seen, though, where, uh, again, on Twitter, because that's where Mm -hmm. a lot of this stuff be at, where Mm -hmm. somebody said, if you're going to be with an extremely attractive person, like there's a certain level of, I don't know if they said confidence or something you have to have because, and I don't think they were specific to men or women. It was just in general because other people are going to desire that person and might be hopping in their DMS and all this stuff. And even if they're not entertaining it, you have to be okay and just understand and like be securing yourself that just because other people desire him or her doesn't mean that they're going to step out on you. You know what I'm saying? If they're going to be loyal, they're going to be loyal. And if they're not, it's not because of you. It's just, they were never going to be loyal in the first place. And so, yeah, I've seen that side of that conversation as well. I've seen that. I've seen that too. That is, that is a very hot button topic. And you know, I, 
but like you said, it goes back to confidence, confidence mm. and insecurity. You know, and mm -hmm. sometimes you know it it could it could go either way depending on that particular person. Um, that's that's a very interesting perspective. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. The next one I have is it says, "Don't be needy." Now, I get it, but I don't get it because as a I'm, again, I'm your friend, right? So you need me for certain things. I need mm -hmm. you for certain things. Mm -hmm. How do I get out of the friend zone and not be needy? Does that make sense? And then the thing about it too, is if you decide to suddenly stop being needy, but you're a needy person mm -hmm. and then let's say you do make it out and then you get together and you go back to being needy. See what I don't like about this list is because it is a sudden change in behavior without any communication mm -hmm. that is going to cause me to ask questions. Now, if you're doing that, because you want me to ask why to see get confirmation like achieve and care or whatever and then you're going to express your feelings okay I'll, I'll accept that but if you do all that and then give me some bs reason for your changed behavior because i am going to ask you know what i'm saying i don't like that and so it's kind of like with friendships, like you just said, their guy friend, again, the one that got married and I kind of fell back when he got the girlfriend, man, that was somebody that for a, a season and I'm extremely grateful for who he was in the season, mm -hmm. man, that was my soundboard. Like even as I was starting up this podcast and things I was going through with my youngest daughter and all that stuff. That was like my, I went to him for everything. So I was needy in that season because I didn't really have many people that like a lot of people depended on me emotionally, but I didn't really mm -hmm. have many people that I could depend on emotionally. And so I feel like if I switched up suddenly even if maybe he didn't ask because maybe he didn't ask it, I'm sure he'd probably wonder like, and maybe even reach out like, well, dang, how, how you doing? Like, how's it going? <laughs> right. Like, right. Everything good. You know what I mean? Because that would just be weird. And now me personally, Mm -hmm. I don't need anybody that's too needy because I have a very busy life. I have kids that are while they're adults, they still live in the home and mm -hmm. they need me. And I make time for people, but I'm also a person that needs time to myself. As you said, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a mm -hmm. content creator. I'm just I'm doing a lot. And so I need somebody that I can have my space to do the things that I one need to do because I got to make money, but then also two that give me life like creating mm -hmm. content. That's, that's my thing. Like if y'all would have saw before we started recording my excitement <laughs> because I have this audio mixer and I'm, you know, I just got it. Like it's an investment that is for create like creative projects. It's not even mm -hmm. necessarily a company investment but i'm just as happy as if i got a new imac or something for my computer <laughs> that's also in my future goals you know what i'm saying okay, but okay. 
So it's kind of like, I personally wouldn't want anybody needy. So if you were needy, honestly, and then you stop being needy, I probably would be kind of happy just because I don't want anybody that's super right. needy. But I just don't <laughs> think doing that without communicating anything, that's what I don't like about any of these. Because you're just switching up for what? Out of nowhere. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, what you on, sir? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that one's weird. That was a perfect segue for the final t- point that they had. Okay. Um, it says to ask her on a date. So we talked about the communication. Now mm. they're saying come straight forward. Hey, not let's go hang out and get drinks. Let's go out on a date. I'm li- I'm literally in this zone that I can't get out of mm. that you put me in. Mm. And now I'm asking you. I want to go out on a date. What are your mm, thoughts on that? I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, I would probably ask why, just because, again, I would ask anybody who came to me with wanting to pursue me or whatever, because honestly, that's kind of what that says. You're trying to pursue this in a different way. So I would ask why, because we've been friends. And I would preface like, not like why like rudely you know what i'm saying i would you know explain thoroughly so that he doesn't feel offended or feelings hurt or whatever but then if i wasn't feeling him i would say that too you know because i just think it's unfair to someone to not be truthful you know um people sometimes think that it's mean to say I don't like you like that or whatever. And I, and I might not say it like that. Cause that you know, but however I said it, like I do care about people's feelings. So it wouldn't be rude. But I think with that same caring about people's feelings, don't give people a false sense of hope. So like if I hadn't been considering it or whatever, I would say, you know what? I, I think we should just say friends. I love what we have or the relationship that we have. That's kind of what I need from you. And I don't see anything else or I don't know. That sounds kind of gentle, hopefully. (laughs) But, um, but if, yeah, but if I was considering it, I would ask why, you know, like what, what changed or whatever that you are wanting to go a different direction or you know whatever and then he'd say whatever he'd say he better have a solid reason and then if I was on that that's the one that I love because it's honest it's vulnerable which you need to be in relationships anyway and then also I'm the type of person that need I need reassurance now not in a like just insecure type way but more so just in a feeling emotionally safe I would need to know why and if you can communicate that and I'm on that great let's go on this date see you know if we want to take things further and go from there um and then if we go on this date and we decide uh no this is weird or whatever then we can go back to being friends hopefully like hopefully it don't ruin our friendship because that would that would totally suck but right off one date (laughs) right right you know so yeah i like that one the best okay okay um Mm -hmm. before i get you out of here i have a question and a bonus question 
Okay. Um, the question. I told y'all you weren't gonna leave here without me getting in your business. Mm, um, okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so me and my boys, we always talk about. Um, and I don't even know if I. I, I, I let me rephrase this. Um, what if? Okay. One of the fellas maintains that in most people's lives, as we go throughout this thing called life, there's a what if. And then mm-hmm. sometimes there's a sometimes there's a job that's a what if, sometimes there's an opportunity that's what if, and then sometimes there's a relationship that's a what if. Sometimes that relationship could just be a friendship just never developed. So Tam of the Dawn, my <laughs> question to you, and you don't have to give names. Is there a what if in your life, past or present, mm. that you just kind of scratch your head like, man, I wonder what if if this would have happened? Then maybe mm. this would happen, and maybe this mm. would happen. Maybe mm-hmm. this would happen. You know? Yeah, not currently. There was a what if okay. that, um, and, and it's kind of interesting because the what if um, we hadn't always like maintained contact or whatever, and so. Just based on different things, I, I just always wondered, like, what would it be like or or is that something that could happen or whatever, just based on the chemistry we had and just different things that I know I look for in somebody and these are characteristics that this person has and also things I didn't realize I needed in someone that because of this person, I realized, you know what? I would want somebody to be like that. And so I kind of wondered, or excuse me, wondered, I had a what if, I had a what if for years. It was the mm-hmm. same what if that would like, I didn't think about it like every day, but like it would come up. Um, but then that what if got into a lifelong <laughs> situation. <laughs> And then that was not the what if no more because then, you know, so yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's a lifelong situation. You know, (laughs) hopefully it's lifelong because you know, it's so crazy because you, you hope when you get married that Mm -hmm. it is forever, but I've been seeing, a lot of people getting divorced lately. I mean, and been together for like decades or over a decade or whatever. And I just am like, what, like what happened? You know what I mean? And and I know we don't know all the ins and outs right, of relationships. Right. So, but I've been seeing that more often and that's, that's scary or seeing people that are going through a divorce that are like maybe you're friends with one of the person and you see how heartbroken they are and just how wrecked they are and that's scary like i've been through a divorce that's why i've been single for so long man 16 years it'll be this year which is wild because I'm like not that old, so it's yeah, most... that means that means it's time. It's time for you to get get back in the saddle, get married again. And I've actually been thinking about that lately because I mean there are various reasons why I first it was okay, you got to heal, you know. Yeah, then it was I was in school, so focus on that. Then it was 
their dad died. So then I have grieving children. Mm -hmm. Then it was, I started podcasting and I started a company. (laughs) I just started like all these other things that have taken my focus. And and now I'm probably at a more settled place. Plus my kids are all grown because my youngest is 19. And so while they still live at home, they're still a lot more independent and kind of just doing their thing. And so I've actually been thinking about that a lot more lately, especially now that we've moved. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I feel more settled. Um, I guess I got to get out there and and go somewhere. All I really do is you got to get out the house. You got to get. Yeah. And I do get out the house, but like for work. So I don't really count. You know what I mean? But I was thinking about that. Like, okay, so where would I even meet somebody? Church would be about the only place. And I mean, you know, that could be a thing. But yeah, I yeah, it, it probably is time, you know. Well, you know, when 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 you when when you feel like it's time, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't you can't force it. You can't rush the process. Because right. everything's a process. Mm-hmm. So that's that, yeah. okay. That's that's good. That's good. Um, bonus question. Mm-hmm. Bonus question uh, has nothing to do with whether anything that we've talked about. Okay, because I was like, how deeper <laughs> is this man about to get in my business? <laughs> no, 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 no. Bonus question. Um, Hip hop turns 50 this year so what i want to do this what i want to do this year is get a perspective from each guest that i have on just that just when i when when someone says hip-hop tell me what's the first thing that comes to your mind as as hip-hop turns 50 years old just if i say Tamara, what do you think about hip-hop or go Literally, the first thing that came to mind when you said hip hop was Run DMC. <laughs> like, <Okay. laughs> that was literally the first thing that came to mind. Hip hop is such an interesting thing because it, I feel like since throughout my life, I've seen it evolve. And I think, like, what hip hop used to be. Is it is it still the same thing it was in the 80s and early 90s? It's it's not. And and then I I think like who creates these genres to decide like what's hip hop versus rap versus uh we won't say pop because that's kind of different, mm-hmm. but trap, trap music, or you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's it's just really interesting just how music in general has evolved. But literally, when you said hip hop, Run DMC came to mind. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, nothing wrong with that. They're, they're the greatest, the greatest, uh, in my opinion, the greatest rap group ever. So, um, yeah, I, w- I wanted to do that. I'm asking every every guest that comes on this year. Uh, I'm asking them just about hip hop, and I just mm. want to get, I just want to get their overall opinion on the genre and their experiences or whatever well whatever comes to their mind um i will yeah, you- add to it that it's a vibe too like it's not just a mute like it is music but it's not just music it's music mm-hmm. it's clothes it's how it makes you feel you know what i mean which i mean i guess that part is music in general but i just feel like like when I think of hip hop, but again, this kind of goes back to the early stages of hip hop. I think of like somebody with cross color jacket and some 
high top shoes and some jeans, but not skinny jeans, just regular jeans like they used to wear back in the 90s. And I don't know, like that's what I think of when I think of hip hop. And I know it's probably different than that now because but as music evolves and the older I get, I even just said to some kid the other day that I worked with, like, oh, no, I don't want to hear y'all music. And he was <laughs> like, what What you mean my music? Music is music. I was like, okay, music is music, huh? Um, so do you listen to The Temptations? And he was like, what? No, my, my mom probably do. Oh, <laughs> so that's, you'd say that's your mom's music. Yeah, okay, but I thought music was music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so since I don't listen to everything that's current as much, unless I hear my kids play something and then I add it to my uh, ratchet playlist for my workout playlist. (laughs) But outside of that, I'm very much stuck in the nineties because that was when that that's what I grew up with. That's what I love. But what I love though, is that my kids love nineties music too. And so, like, they can appreciate, you know, our 90s R&B and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, like I said, it's been a long time coming. Uh, Man. It's been too long. I'm out um, here, y'all. I done, Mama, I made it. I didn't even know I hadn't made it before, but I'm going to believe you. <laughs> oh, my God. She, she is so silly. Um Again, before we get you out of here, uh, tell people where they can find you. Tell them where they can find the podcast. Mm. Uh, her podcast drops the same day as mine. Yep, uh, so yep. you got no reason not to listen to either one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, give everybody information, podcast happy, all, all the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Tamara to the Break of Dawn is the podcast. Like he said, I drop on Thursdays on Apple Podcasts, like every major podcast platform. If you go to TamaraTheDawn.com, so Tamara is T-A-M-A-R-A. Every other letter is an A. Ow. But <laughs> Tamara the Dawn and then Dawn is D-A-W-N. That's my website that is the one-stop shop for literally everything that I do as he mentioned podcast happy hour I am one-fifth of the dopest podcast collective out there you feel me um so myself Jay or Jay book who she's been on here before from Jay Squick Mm -hmm. 3 Autumn from the Lit Life podcast Chris from Shenanigans with Friends and Audrey from Odd Tales podcast um, it used to be once a month, um, consistently. <laughs> oh, excuse Bless me. Bless and I was trying to hold that back too. But <laughs> it used to be good. once a month consistently. Now it's going to be more of a pop-up, which we actually are doing a podcast happy hour this month, because by the okay. time this drops, it'll be February. This it is, is February 11th. At I believe seven central, eight eastern. Let me double check, but I know for sure. Yep, seven central, eight eastern, five Pacific on mm-hmm. J Bugs platform. Okay. So we're gonna go live. We back, you know what I'm saying? We're not gonna be back every month, but we are gonna be back more consistently than not because we've taken a break, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so, yeah, podcast happy hour. It's so fun because 
we never know what we're doing. <laughs> like we never know how to start, start the show. I don't know. It's just, we're really good friends off the mic. You know what I mean? And so really it's just y'all get some insight into our foolishness and our friendship. And that's where we entertain y'all with, you know, us just being us. And that's really what makes it so dope. So that's next month. Um, follow me on Twitter. You can access that from my website, Instagram, uh, TikTok as well. I'm on there. So if you go to TamaraTheDawn.com or you can find me Tamara underscore the underscore Dawn if you would just want to do that. That's my handle on all social media. And if you go to the link in my bio on my social media, that'll take you to my link tree, which again, one stop shop for everything. So I pretty much follow everyone back unless you don't have no content or <laughs> you don't speak English because I don't know what you're talking about. Or if you're a kid, I don't No, I don't do that. But yeah, pretty much follow everybody back. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, again, I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, this has been fun. Again, it's it's been too long. I knew I knew once I heard that episode, I was like, this would be perfect. And then I got this uh, <laughs> this this thing that I saw, and I was like, I said, man, this would be great. So I appreciate you for coming on. Uh, this will not be her last time on here. I promise. Again, mm. one of my one of my favorite uh, podcasters out there, and I love. I, I one day I'm gonna hopefully on the 11th I'll catch podcast happy hour live. I only caught you guys live maybe once or twice. Um, I normally listen to it on the on the playback on the podcast, but um. Y'all crack me up, man. Y'all are funny. <laughs> and the, the the thing that I love about uh is she mentioned podcast happy hours that all of you became friends over podcasting, over the mm -hmm. internet, and mm -hmm. didn't know each other and did not meet until what last year when y'all went to the mm -hmm. cabin in Tennessee. Yep, yep, yep. Turn up. <laughs> which, Georgia. Which a, Georgia. I'm sorry, Georgia, which yeah, was a yeah. funny story in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, check her out, check out her content. Uh, be sure to check out this episode. You can find this podcast wherever you're listening to it at right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, remember, the podcast drops every Thursday at midnight. Uh, make sure that you subscribe because from time to time, we'll drop bonus episodes on Sunday mm -hmm. at midnight as well. So that's going to do it for us. So for my girl, Tam of the Dawn, I am yes. your boy, Kyle. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. 5,000.